Shalom, my brother. We're up to Mesechus getting daf nun aleph. Today's daf discusses collecting money from stolen payers, collecting a set amount from the chosim shibatim. Does it also need to be written in the star? We discuss when we don't make a shvua. We don't force the person who found the metzia to make a shvua. We learn about swearing altainus atzmei for a metzia. And Shvuas Moide Bimiktas. Now we said in our Mishnah that if Ruvain stole property and sold it to Shimon, Shimon is allowed to collect whatever his property was worth, because the, the, the person who he who Ruvain stole it from comes and takes it from Shimon. So Shimon can take whatever that property is worth from Ruvain, but not from the Chosimushubadim. Why not? So Ula tells us the first reason why not. In the name of Reich Lakish, because it wasn't written in the Ksuba. It's just land. It doesn't make a call, even though technically it's written, Rashi explains. It doesn't make a hullabaloo. So Rabbi tells Ula. We have a case of Mozoi no Isha Ve'ahabonois where it is considered like it's written down because it does create a call. And over there also, we're not able to be Moitzi. He says, no, over there it was different because they made that Takona originally. It was written down that you, you'd be allowed to recollect from Bnei Choyven but not from Mishubadim. We don't want to destroy the whole real estate market. We want people to still be Selling land with a guarantee that if it gets taken away, you'll be able to take it back. So they wrote that into the Ksuba. Rav Asiyam Rav says the same thing because it wasn't written in the style, meaning it doesn't make a call, even if technically it's written there. So Rav Zerah tells Rav Asi, ah, what about the Mosin Ishava noise? Over there, it does make a call and it's still. You still can't take from the Chazim Shabbatim. But again, the answer is that is exactly the Takana that they pre-established into the star that you could take from Nechayim but not from the Chazim Shabbatim. But Rav Hanina gives us a different answer. He says it's not whether it's written in the star, whether there's a call. The issue is that the payers that, that he's trying to collect from are not Ketsuvin. They're not, there's no set amount. And there's no call without an exact payers of value in the Shibut. So Hanina, they ask Rav Hanina, when you say that you have to have a set amount on the, on the, the payers of the field, of the stolen field, right, that Shimon is collecting for, does it also need to be written in the Shtar? Or are you saying that it needs to be set amount even if it's not written in the Shtar? Are you adding a Khumra or are you giving a separate get there so the Gemara is bringing three arayas number one we learned that if someone dies and he leaves over two daughters and one son and the first daughter takes her tenth of the properties and before the second daughter got to take her tenth the son dies so now there's 90% of the property left Rabbi Yochanan says 
that the second one automatically is mevater on her tenth of the property. Rabbi Hanina Gedolilo says, Rabbi Hanina says, hold on. If, this, if the brother was still alive, we would be allowed to take money from property that he sold in order to support these sisters. Parnosa, but not Mezoinus. And now you're telling me that the second sister is just going to be Mevater, her entire tenth of the property? Automatically? Why do we see? The Parnos over here is a set amount. And it's written in the, in the star. Uh, but, it's, but it's not written in the star, rather. It's a set amount. It's a tenth of the property. But it's not written down. And you just, we're still saying that you can collect from it. You see that you, that you require both. But you don't require it to be written. You only need it to be a set amount. Because over here it wasn't written, and you're still able to collect from the Rechazim Shabbatim, the, the, the properties which, which the brother had already sold. It must be the dash of Hanina's Shita, that it doesn't need to be written. It only needs to be a set amount. But the Gemara answers that's not necessarily a raya, because Parnasa is different, because there's a call. People hear about it, and that gives it the status as if it was written. So if Huna Bar gives us our second shot, clarifying of Chanina's Shita, he brings the case of a daughter whose father promises to support her fully, and then the mother divorces him and marries somebody else, and the second father also promises to support fully. So one father is going to give her food, the second one's going to give her panasa, just money, two streams of full support. Now, if they both die, both of the fathers who are supporting her, this daughter can now collect her food from any available property, B'nai Chayrin. But this daughter who they promised to support, that's regular daughters. This, this daughter has a din of a balas choiv. She can even collect from the Chasim Shabbatim. What's the right over here? Over here, nothing was written down. It was just a set amount, and that's enough for Reb Chanina. Just a set amount is enough to collect from a chos mishubadim. But the Gemara says, also not arrive here. This case was weird. This daughter who got promised to be supported actually got a star from her father. That's why she got the din of Ebalas Chayiv. And what about the other daughters? If they were actually coined from the fathers, why don't they also get to take from the chos mishubadim? No, it was only handed over to this daughter, the stepdaughter, but not to the other ones. Over there, there wasn't a, a Kenyan Miyadai. Pashas, it was a star. Gemara says, how do you know? Where do you get that from? It doesn't say that. It was only Kenyan uh, Miyadai to the stepdaughter and not the other daughters. The Gemara says that since when the stepdaughter's mother got remarried, she was already born. That gives her the din. To allow her to collect from the Chasim Shabbatim, but the other daughters were only born afterwards. They can only collect from Nechayrin. The Gemara says, Who says that was the case? Maybe all the daughters were there when the mother got remarried. Maybe they were just divorced and remarried. And in the remarriage, they set up this tonight that he's going to support her. 
So rather the Gemara answers, we're talking about where the daughter who's eating because of a Tanai Bezdin. So the regular daughters, a Kenyan's not going to help. But the Basi Ishtoi, this daughter who was promised from two fathers, that wasn't a support through a Tanai Bezdin. So the Kenyan is going to allow her to even take from the Chasim Shabbatim to give her din of a Balas Choyva. The Gemara says, why? Why would we be hurting the daughter with the Tanai Bezdin? Does that make sense? Rather, it's the daughter, since she's eating through a Tanai Bezdin, will assume that the father already had taken care of his daughter on the side. That's why we don't allow them to collect from Mishubodim. But the stepdaughter, we assume that she didn't have any side deal with the father, and therefore she can't even collect from the Chasim Mishubodim. Now our third right understander of Echani, you know whether he means that the money needs to be set and it needs to be written or just needs to be set. Rabbi Nosan tells us when is one not allowed to collect from the Chasim Mishubodim? That's only when the second seal got improvement in the field. The seal happened before it went up in value. But if it went up in value before the seal, then in Hanami, Shimon can collect from the Chasim Mishubodim. You see that it's just a din in whether it's set amounts. It has nothing to do with it being written down. But the Gemara says that at the end of the day, it's because the Brisa says that we don't collect from Paris and, and the improvements of Karkois or for feeding one's wife and daughters from the Chasm Shabbatim because of Tikkun Oilam. Tanakama says, because they weren't written in the star. Rabbi Yossi says that the Tikkun Oilam isn't going to help over here because they're not a set amount. So over here you have a favorite whether the issue is whether uh, setting the amount of what they're being collect is what what is being collected or whether it was written in the star. Back in Mishnah, the next sugya we discuss, we, we said that when someone finds a mitzil, he does we don't require him to swear. So Yitzchak says if someone had two wallets tied to each other, right? He says that's what I found. Uh, the, the guy who lost it says that's what you found and the guy who found it says no I only found one we make him swear that he had only found one and that the second one wasn't attached when he found it but if it was two oxen now the guy's claiming he had lost he says I only found one that we don't make him swear but why what's the difference between oxen and wallets because oxen tend to separate themselves but wallets don't so that's why since it's a little stranger that he only found one of the wallets we make him swear that he didn't keep the second if the guy Taina is, oh, you found my, my two oxen tied together, and the guy who found it says, no, um, I found two of them, but I already gave one of them back to you. Since he's being moide, that he actually found both of them, he has to swear that he had given that first one back. The Gemara says, hold on, what about not making people who find things swear? Why are we making this guy swear? Bitzchak, what did you not see our Mishnah? The Gemara explains that Yitzchak is going like Rabbi Yezer ben Yaakov who says in a Brisa that sometimes people do need to swear on their own taina. What does that mean? Tainas atzmai? If someone tells someone else's son, you should know I owed your father money and I paid back some of it. He has to swear 
because of his own taina, because he's admitting that he had owed money. The Chachamim, however, disagree. That no, he has the Namesh of Avedo. He never needed to tell his, this son that he owed his father any money, and therefore he's Potter from swearing. The Gemara asks, according to Abelias Ben Yaakov, why is he requiring a Shvua? I thought a Mesh of Avedo is Potter from swearing. So Rav says, over here, this guy does need to swear that he had paid back this kid's father part of it because the, the cotton is tiny, is making a tiny from him. He's saying, You owe me, you owe my father more. The Gemara says, Why would we listen to a cotton? The Mishnah says, that we do not make anyone swear because of the time of a chayyashat of a katan. The Gemara says, no, over here, the katan is actually referring to a gado. It's just that he's called a katan because he has no idea what his father's business transactions were. He never discussed it with his son. That's why we are, we call him a katan, but we use this gado's taina to make the, per- the, the, find the person who owed his, mo- his father money swear. So the Gemara says, well, if that's really the case, why is this called Tainas Atzmoy? It's not his own Taino. This is the Taino of the lender's son, Tainas Acherim. The Gemara says, well, it's actually a combination. It's Tainas Acherim and Hoidoas Atzmoy. The son is claiming that he owed his father money, and he's admitting that he did and paid back some of it. The Gemara says, whenever we have Moedim Mimixos, that's what this is. It's someone else making a claim, and I'm admitting to part of it. Elamai the Gemara reverts and says, no, we're talking about an actual cotton. And we're arguing about Rabba, who says that why does the Torah say that Amoydim B'mixos has to swear? Because people would not want to admit, uh, brazenly stand, to their, uh, stand up to their lender and say, I, I never borrowed anything from you. So really, this guy wants to deny the entire thing. Just because he's embarrassed, he's admitting halfway. Over here, the guy really wants to admit that I owe you money, but... I don't have the money now, so he, and he's not going to deny the entire thing because he's embarrassed. So in order to stall, he's admitting to some of it. But really, he wants to pay back the rest of it as well. So the Torah makes him swear so that he won't deny the rest of his loan until he comes up with the money. But there's when Yaakov holds that the father and son have the same din. Neither of them are going to be brazen enough to deny it. The, the, the borrower is not going to be brazen to the son as well. It doesn't have the din of Meshav Aveda. There are badan. All that he would be brazen to the son of the person who he borrowed it from. Since he admitted that he owed some money to his father, and he wasn't denying it all, there are chachamim give him a din of a Meshav Aveda. And say that he does not need to swear. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.